Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Today's episode has been sponsored by Jay McLaughlin. Jay McLaughlin is a timeless lifestyle brand with incredible style and a spirit of connection. I am obsessed with Jay McLaughlin and have been so honored that they are sponsoring my Zibiverse tour. It just so happens that the tour goes to so many communities and areas of the country that have Jay McLaughlin stores. And I love that the brand is philanthropic through Jay McLaughlin's local and loyal programming. Host store events to give back to organizations that are meaningful to Jay McLaughlin's local communities. I also love the fact that the clothes are just so chic They make me feel polished and modern, and the best part is that most of the line comes in fabrics that don't wrinkle. I especially love the dresses, the cashmere sweaters, the other sweaters. You'll see them all over my Instagram. I typically tag at Jay McLaughlin, and so you can check it out. It is absolutely one of my favorite brands, and I am over the moon excited to be working with them. In fact, I want to share the love with all of you. Jay McLaughlin is giving 20% off new customers and listeners of my podcast with special code ZIBBY20, capital Z-I-B-B-Y 20. That's 20% off for new customers and listeners of the podcast with special code capital Z-ZIBBY20. Take advantage of it today. My favorites are this white, open, long cashmere sweater that I've been wearing on every flight that I've taken on this tour. I have a blue with light blue horizontal striped sweater, several dresses I even wore on Corny America. Check it out, Jay McLaughlin. Thanks so much. Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast that you're listening to right now. Thank you so much called Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. It is a daily podcast, 365 days a year. And each day we talk to an author about all of the things related to their career, their book, their life, and more in 30 minutes or less, because who has time? I am now an author myself, although I wasn't when I started this podcast, and you can get my new memoir, Bookends, a memoir of love, loss, and literature, wherever books are sold starting July 1st, and my children's book, Princess Charming. You can learn more about me at zibbyowens.com, but really, you're here to learn more about the authors, and that is what we're going to do. Also, be sure to check out all the other podcasts in the Zcast Podcast Network. You can learn more at zcastnetwork.com. Dot com and definitely check out those shows as well. 
Also, just a quick note that submissions for the Zibby Awards are open and will close on September 15th. Go to zibbyowens.com and you will find the Zibby Awards open submissions where we celebrate all the under-celebrated parts of a book, like the best spine, the best author's note, the best table of contents. And authors can nominate their own best publicists, best editors, and so on. There will be an in-person award ceremony in October in New York. You will not want to miss it. Go to zibbyowens.com. Amy Weatherly and Jess Johnson are co-authors of I'll Be There, But I'll Be Wearing Sweatpants, Finding Unfiltered Real-Life Friendships in This Crazy Chaotic World. Amy Weatherly is a Texas girl through and through, which is where she lives with her husband, three kids, and two rescue dogs, Lou and Brewster. She is passionate about helping women embrace courage, confidence, and purpose for their life, and she does it with a quick wit and down-to-earth sense of humor. She has written for The Today Show, MSN.com, Good Morning America, Yahoo.com, and Love What Matters. Jess Johnson lives in Southern California with her husband and four kids who are the loves of her life. It's so funny when I read that. I'm like, wow, four kids, that's a lot. But then I'm like, I have four kids. Anyway, her favorite thing to do is sit around a table with her best friends eating nachos and laughing until her stomach hurts. She is the co-author of I'll Be There, But I'll Be Wearing Sweatpants and has been a top contributor to publications such as HuffPo, Scary Mommy, and Motherly, and has been honored with Motherly's Writer of the Year Award. I wonder how you win that. Welcome, Amy and Jess, to Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books to discuss I'll Be There, But I'll Be Wearing Sweatpants, which, by the way, I wore in honor of this episode. Not that I can barely lift up my leg, but so I'm wearing I. sweatpants. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Thank you. Oh, it's my pleasure. Okay, both of you introduce yourselves one by one so listeners can can tell who's talking when. I'm Amy. I am in Texas. I'm married with three kids. If you hear noise in the background, it is them, honestly, <laughs> making them. <laughs> I told them to be quiet, but I hear them and they're making cereal. <laughs> How old are your kids? I've got a 10, 8, and 5. 10, 8, and 5. So we, I've you know, I write, we started Sister I'm Jess and I started Sister I'm with you together. And that's, that's kind of it. <laughs> we make a lot of socks, make, make a lot of snacks. We're really into frozen pizzas right now. So yeah. <laughs> all about Amy's frozen pizza. I didn't even mean you, Amy. I mean like the brand, but never mind. <laughs> oh, nice. I really like Paul Newman's. Oh, okay. My favorite, <laughs> my favorite okay. one. <laughs> Now we go out and the kids are like, well, it's not as good as Amy's pizza at home. I'm like, are you kidding? Oh, that's amazing. No, I it's should not. Try that. It's terrible. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> it's not good. No, no. It's just like a commentary on like their taste buds at this point. Totally. You know, we, we have like, hand, you know, whatever. It's fine. You know, yes. not, not exactly pizza connoisseurs. Okay, Jess, tell us a little about you too. I'm Jess Johnston and I live in Southern California with my husband and four kids and... Yesterday was like all the graduations, like my son graduated from junior high, which I realize is not high school, but I was still a mess. So my kids are 15, 13, 11, and eight, and it's just pure chaos. So this is the first day of summer. So I'm just trying to stock up on popsicles and figure out what we're going to do. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. I have two 15, almost 15 year olds next week. I have an eight-year-old, and then I also have a seven-year-old. Oh, so, yeah. Yes, we're not quite into that. We're preteen over here, but still a I've lot. I've sold water parks near me like ten times. Um, like, where? What are we going to do? <laughs> amazing. Okay, so your book. Let's talk about friendship. 
Which of you said they were having a hard time having making friends and finding keeping good friends and that had been like an issue and there was all this loneliness in parenting and, and all of that? Which one of you said that? I know someone I said that. <laughs> probably both of us at different I know. I was thinking, okay, I okay. Mean, both at different times have struggled with it. I feel like when Jess and I first met, I was going through a period where I really didn't have any friends and I was, I had lost, I'd lost friends that I thought, you know, were going to be in it forever and was heartbroken. But yeah, Jess has been through it too. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> we both kind of, we've both kind of been there. Wait, what it happened? definitely hit me when specifically after I had, I think all four of my kids and they were all in the little stage and life was so chaotic and crazy. And one night we put all the kids to bed and we're just watching like TV. And I just started like bawling because <laughs> life was so chaotic and crazy, but it was in the like quiet moments where I'd be like, I'm like so lonely and I have no idea where to even start. Like, what am I supposed to do? How, where am I supposed to find these people? Cause I just wanted friends that I could be in it with, mm-hmm. but I was having a hard time imagining how to get past like the awkward first. I just wanted them just come in my house and sit next to my laundry pile. Like I didn't want to do the, the beginning stages. I just wanted to have the people already. So. Gosh, I remember when I had my twins, I feel like I was one of the first of my friends here in New York city to have kids and certainly two of them at once. And I remember one time, like my mom and I were leaving the park and I had said, like, I haven't been able to find really any friends with kids my same age, except for like this one baby playgroup. And there was like this little group of moms with their kids, like huddled on a bench. And my mother was like, go over there. And I'm like, I'm like, I cannot introduce myself to random people, you know, just because, you know, like anyway, so I didn't, but I know that feeling. Cause I was like, I was like, why don't, why I wish I had like a best friend or a sister or somebody I could call who's like going through yeah. this right now, but I didn't. Yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. so you two started a whole movement around this basically. <laughs> yeah, we kind of did. That's it. Just, we just, we met on the internet and we got to, you know, we kind of went to like first base sending um, like Instagram messages back and forth. And, and then second base kind of went to actually talking on the phone. And while we were talking on the phone, that's what we just realized is people, are dealing with this and nobody's really talking about it in a deep way. Nobody's saying like, my thing is I probably talk way too much. And I say, I just blurt, like, I, I can't share the story on here, but I just like blurt out stuff and like make jokes that are unbelievably inappropriate. And I like, I always go back and I'm like, why did you do that, Amy? Why did you do that? Why did you do that? So I don't have a problem making friends, but it felt like keeping friends was where I struggled. Like, man, why do they get so, why do they get tired of me? Why am I all in? And they're like, she's fine. Was, what, wait, was this, was this actually true? Or did you just like worry that they didn't want to be with you? Like, is it confirmed? You know, cause there's also this whole level of like, oh, they must not want to hang out with me. I have a tendency to, okay. I don't know if this is normal or not. I don't know which one is normal. I, I feel like the healthy thing to do is assume people like you until they prove otherwise right? Like you assume that they like you unless they do something that would show you that they in fact do not. I am the opposite. I assume (laughs) nobody likes me ever and they have to prove to me that they like me, which is probably very unhealthy and something I should talk to my therapist about. (laughs) But (laughs) so it's a combination of both, but you know, I had lost friends. We had been really good friends for about a year and then it just, it ended. Like I, you know, I saw on social media, them all hanging out without me. (laughs) 
And you know, that, that text that come across like love when all the girls get together and sitting at home and being like, but, but wait, wait, (laughs) hang on. But I I am one of the girls I'm was one of the girls two weeks ago and nothing had happened and just trying to figure it out. And it was, I tried to very timely confront the situation. Say, Hey, what happened? What did I do? And it just got passed around like blame and blame and blame. And, oh, well, this person, well, it was just kind of this. And, you know, I realized terrible, by the way, it was, it was awful. It is heartbreaking because I'm 30 something. And I like, I loved these girls. That was, I mean, I loved them. There was nothing I wouldn't have done for them. And it was just one girl had decided she didn't like me. And, um, for, I I didn't do anything. (laughs) We got one girl that just decided she didn't like me anymore. And none of the others were willing to say anything or do anything or go, no, we're still going to invite Amy. Get over it. They just, they were like, okay, if it's awkward, we just won't invite her. And we'll just act like, you know, I don't know. It was very hurt. <laughs> it was very hurtful. Cause still to the day, I'm like, I don't really know what I did or what was going on. I, I don't know, but that stuff happens in adult friendships. I yeah. mean, it happens. It shouldn't, but it happens even when you're nice and when you're good and when you're all in and when you give it your best and even when you confront the situation, say, Hey, did I do something wrong? Because if I did, please give me the opportunity to fix it. And even when you make all the right moves, sometimes it just doesn't work out. And it sucks when that happens. I mean, there's no other way to put it. It just sucks. It sucks. And yeah. So I think I spent a lot of time with Jess trying to figure that out and going, why don't people like me? What do I do wrong? Why am I, why am I the kind of person that looks, I look better in the rear view mirror than I do in the passenger seat, you know? And yeah. So Jess and I kind of worked through all that together. And then one day out of absolutely nowhere, I had this idea and I called Jess up and I was like, Jess, I think we should start a page on social media and call it sister. I'm with you. And just let it be all about friendship. I was like, I've been, I've been digging around and researching for like five to 10 minutes. And I don't see, (laughs) I don't see another place on the internet like that. I've already secured the Facebook name, the Instagram name, the handle, we've got it. But I really feel like this is something we should do. And let's just, let's just see where it goes. And Jess was all in. And so we did it and started it and it grew really quickly and it just caught on. But we wanted to talk about more than just find your friend because duh, I, I hate when people are like, find a friend, find your people, find your tribe. And I'm like, well, duh, but like where and how? Like, <laughs> not telling me to do. Tell me where these people are. Mine seem to be hiding. Wait, so when, when did you start the page and how big has it grown to now? Oh gosh, when did we start the page? Before the pandemic. 2019, huh? Yeah, 2019, it would have been like in November. No. And July. it was like 40,000 followers in like a month or something. No, we had a hundred thousand followers in a month. Yeah. And we just reached a million. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, we just realized in our own, I think Amy and I both in our own blogging worlds, the power in just kind of blowing the lid off of those insecurities and hard things that we all go through. But when you talk about it and you say it out loud, like, Hey, adult friendships actually hard. Hey, I've really struggled with loneliness. The power in that, that it like releases that for everybody else. That feeling of, oh my gosh, I thought I was the only one who struggled with this. I thought I was the only one who was left out. I thought I was the only one who was somehow an adult and still feels super awkward about making friends. There's just such power in telling the truth. And that's really what we wanted to create this space for is like, let's talk about this in a real way. Because it's one of the biggest parts of life, but we're not 
I don't know. We're not talking about it in a way that says, hey, this this isn't as easy as I thought it would be. <laughs> this isn't as easy as when I was in school. It's either you're seeing on social media like, oh, there's this beautiful sisterhood, friendship trips. Everybody's wearing the same t-shirt and they have everything I'm longing for. Or, and that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I think it's particularly powerful coming from the two of you who... You two are so likable. That's what I'm like not even understanding when Amy, when you're sitting there talking like people didn't like me. And I'm just like, I'm literally like searching the like like a little scanner of like any <laughs> issues I can, I can <laughs> sense that would turn people off in some way. And I literally am coming up with nothing, like no matches found. So I don't quite get it. So I feel like coming from the two of you who seem like nice, normal people who would have a lot of friends and wouldn't have an issue. I think that it makes it even more compelling. Right. Yeah. Isn't that what totally. we do? The people that we always assume, we look at them and we always yeah. assume, no, they have friends. No, they know people. No, they are not struggling with this. And I think there's just, there's just something beautiful about vulnerability that allows other people into that circle to say, oh, oh, okay. You, okay. If you have said this, I feel safe also admitting that I am insecure. I feel safe also admitting that I struggle with making a a friendship last longer than a year. You know, it's just really something, it is powerful and it's beautiful, but the truth is most people feel lonely. Most people don't have a ton of friends. It is a struggle that we've had in this country. I mean, it is a, it's a problem. And when you look at the statistics and the research, it just, God breaks your heart. I mean, it breaks my heart because I don't think there's anything more powerful than connection. It is what we strive for as humans. We strive to be connected. And I think, you know, a lot of the disconnect comes from, you know, we still have these brains that lived in these villages where everyone did everything together and you washed your clothes together and you, I, I didn't live back then. I don't know. You walked around and <laughs> did, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what you did. <laughs> you carried each other's babies on your hips and yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. According Group to Jane Austen, or, I don't know. Yeah. 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 According to Jane Austen movies, you just, you walked, you put on dresses and you walked around fields together. Just talking yeah. about things. <laughs> We never do that. We live very isolated in our own houses. And, you know, I mean, like how often is it that we don't even know our neighbors? That's, that's very common to not know your neighbor nowadays, but I feel like our brains are still in that village mentality, but we're living in a, a, a culture that is not conducive to just, you know, walking around and holding each other's babies and going to pick up. I don't, I don't know. I don't yes, know. What yes. in, but do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not conducive. So somewhere there's something that's happening. And I do think we have to work harder because I think as humans, I don't think we feel full. It, it takes, it just, it takes connection. We have to be connected to each other. We are social creatures and there's nothing we will do or, or can do that can get away from that. We're social creatures. Yeah. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. And I think we're longing, too, for that deeper connection. Mm -hmm. Like, I think another problem is getting stuck in these, like, kind of surface-level friendships that revolve around our kids' sports or mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And what we're really longing for is to be known mm-hmm. and to know and to be loved and seen and to belong. And that's a hard part of it too. That's why I love my podcast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, honestly, I mean, every day, like, look at this. I'm having this, like, we don't have to mess around. We only have 30 minutes. We're yes. going to go right to it. And totally. like, I get that over and over again. I'm like, okay, wait, tell me about your the loss, the deepest, darkest loss in your life. And it's only been like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but I get totally. there. Like, so forget about, you know, that's why I, I always recommend people do a podcast because you can get to know someone so quickly. I mean, I guess unless you're really off putting on the podcast or something. <laughs> <laughs> or, but you know what I mean? I, I think that there's such a lack of dedicated time to where you're not interrupted. That's like another mm-hmm. podcast bonus. Like mm-hmm. you're not watching your kids. Like it's almost impossible. Like what you what you mentioned, Jess, about like sports games. Like you're screaming one minute and then totally. you're running down the field and you like you try to have a conversation with one like dad from this team and then next thing you know you're like it, it's just impossible. It is totally. impossible. And yeah. Yes. So yes. podcasting I mean, is, is an answer, this, as is your community. <laughs> yeah, I have. I felt that way as we've done all these podcasts. I'm like, wow, I just, I just felt like I had the best time with friends. <laughs> just really quality <laughs> conversations. Yeah, it's true. So how did you do it? Because this is like a business question too, right? You started a page and grew it exponentially over two years. How? We don't, I don't think we have any giant secrets to how we grew it. I think that we found something that it was like, this is what these women were bleeding. And they were just like, they were bleeding. And here is a bandaid that could help them feel less alone. And we just happened to be one of the first ones to do it and to figure that out. And we don't hold anything back on our page. We don't try to sound puffed up. We don't try to sound like we have it together. It doesn't come off as a super businessy sort of thing. I think it just sounds like two girls talking and I think people just craved it. I don't know. I, and that's the only reason that it grew. There was, there's no special secret to anything that we did, except for that we were truly passionate about it. We were willing to take a risk and do something that hadn't really been done before. And we were extremely vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I think those are some of the things I think a lot of times when people are starting pages, they look at what other people are doing like, oh, this is popular. Okay, I'll do that. And I, that's not the key. That's mm-hmm. not the key. Find something that you are deeply passionate about, that this is mm-hmm. your lane and you stay in it and you do it and you do it well and dedicate yourself to that and find, you know, find the people who are 
wanting to believe in that same thing that you're believing and wanting to do the same thing you're doing and it'll grow. Hopefully it'll grow or it'll be good. I mean, it'll be good because it's true and it's honest and it is real to you. I think we had a really unique situation too, that we had found each other and that we're both really passionate about it. And I know as busy moms, I don't think I couldn't have done it without Amy. (laughs) Even the, even having Amy and like knowing that we're working on this together. Like if I had started this, my own thing doing this, I think I would have run out of steam probably. But that we had our own friendship and our own, just that, I don't know if synergy is the right word, but our own like bouncing ideas off each other. Like, hey, throughout the day, hey, I'm thinking this is on my heart about friendship. Like, let's talk about friendship breakups. And then going back and forth and just doing that all together has been really huge for me. And then tell me a little about writing the book too. What was that like? Whose idea was that? How did that come about? Would you do it again? (laughs) <laughs> oh, well, I think we have both different answers. <laughs> One of us had a harder time. I had a harder time with writing the book than Jess did. It like, it flowed out of Jess very naturally. And I <laughs> it did not flow out of me. <laughs> I got my feelings hurt when the edits came to and Jess did not. <laughs> I was like in bed. I was like, they hated everything I Aww. wrote. That's all red. They hated it. But no, it just came, you know, okay. So one of the good things is when you grow a page to a certain size, publishers are going to take note. And we both kind of put off writing a book because we both have our own personal pages too, that are fairly successful. They're not as big as Sister I'm With You, but they've done well. And when you grow a page to a certain size and and we put off, because I don't, I don't know about Jess, but I knew I was like, no, it's not time for me to write a book yet. It's not time. It's not time. It's not time. And I really waited until I felt like, okay, this is it. Because when I did it, I wanted to do it right. And I wanted Mm -hmm. to, I wanted to have my choice of publishers. I didn't want to have to beg anybody to write this book. I didn't, Mm -hmm. I didn't, I wanted it to be a a big open field that I could choose from. So I waited for a long time and I'm really lucky that I was able to do that. And that I had a husband who was supportive that was like, you want to write on the internet and make no money for a long time? Okay. That sounds good. Yeah. I support you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very lucky to have him, but yeah. So then it just happened that there was one week where three different publishers reached out to me the same week. It was bizarre. I think somebody from Random House, somebody from Harper Collins, or, you know, they all, all these publishers have these different divisions. So someone from Harper, someone from Random House and someone from his chef, like all reached out to me in the same week. Wow. And so I knew I was like, okay, this is it. This is it. We're doing it. It's happening. And so kind of got the ball rolling from there. From there went on, found an agent, found the agent. We knew it was, I knew it was going to be a book on friendship. And then, you know, I obviously knew if I'm going to write a book on friendship, Jess is going to write it with me. And so we just kind of got the ball rolling pretty quickly from that. I think that was in February. And then we got the book deal in March, March or April. We got the book deal. So it all happened really quickly when it happened. And which publisher publisher did you choose? uh, We went with Thomas Nelson. So they're part of HarperCollins. Sorry, I cut you off, Jess. Go ahead. Oh, no, you're good. We just knew that we needed something like with more depth than what we're able to do on our page. Mm -hmm. Like more of a handbook of like, this is how you get there with more stories, with more, okay, this is how we walk this out in our life. We knew people were hungry for it. So we we knew 
we needed to write a book pretty quickly. As soon as yeah. the page started exploding, we're like, okay, mm-hmm. next step, probably a book. Yeah. And so what are you thinking next step is now? Oh, man. <laughs> well, when does this come out? I don't, can we tell? I thought we can tell them. I'm not going to do anything. Uh, we, it's actually being, it's being adapted into a, a tween like a, a version for eight to 10 year olds, eight to 12 year olds, eight to 12 year olds. Um, so for, for um, right now. Yeah. And then there'll be another book. And That's there'll be so another cool. book. We would love to do a podcast. I think at some point. Yeah. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. So, so it's great. been really fun, but it is, you know, the book gives you the opportunity to write more stories because when you're writing on social media, you don't have a ton of words. People's mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, people's attention span is very yep. small. Like the one of the comments I get, they're like, "Who is this person who had time to write a book on social media?" Uh, maybe that's why you don't have any friends. Okay, you're well, like, it's like rude. five paragraphs. I'm pretty sure this is not a book. <laughs> it, it, it took me ten minutes to write this, sir. I think it's fine. <laughs> the lo- I'm all about the long caption, by the way. I love writing right. long captions because I'm like, <laughs> I'm writing. I'm writing every day. This is me yes. writing. You know. Exactly. And exactly. And my daughter's like, oh, yeah, well, I didn't really read it. And I'm like, but I put it out there. Like, it was about you. <laughs> anyway, doesn't matter. Anyway. That's what you, I realized, like, I'm like, okay, so few people read things all the way through. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it was alarming. That's why we get, you get so mad. And there's so many people who are like mad at this thing that you wrote on the internet. You come back and you're like, but did you finish it? Because I feel like you did not. <laughs> I feel like you didn't, you didn't get to the ending. Yeah. Um, got mad and stopped. But I don't share a ton of stories on social media because, you know, I live in a town with these people. I'm not mm-hmm. going to sh- just be like, blah, 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 blah. and I'm not going to have, I don't have people scared to be my friend mm-hmm. in real life. It's like, yeah, you cannot be your friend because she's going to write about you on the mm-hmm. internet, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't tell a lot of stories. So a book kind of gives you space to do that, to share more personal stuff. And that, that part of it freaked me out. Jess was fine, but I was like, oh my gosh, did I change the stories enough to where I don't want anybody to know that it's about them. And I don't want anybody like to hurt anybody's feelings and I don't want to write some t- kind of Taylor Swift breakup songs, you know? Um. <laughs> I, I, have, I have a memoir coming out soon, but I had another draft of it years ago and I sent it to a few of my best girlfriends. And I'll, my, my one friend called me and was like, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm honored you put that scene in with me and that you changed my name and everything. And I'm thinking that was, that had nothing to do with you. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. I was like, that was not you at all. And, but okay. And I was like, no problem. (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah. People see what they want to see. You know, people can, uh, yeah. I know. Any negative story. I'm like, everybody's wondering if this is them. I just want to like post like this. Nobody. It's nobody, you know, not you. Wow. Okay. So do you have any advice for, in particular for people writing books together or for your number one like piece of advice for finding your people or finding your tribe the way you were just saying that people always say you can do, but you can't. <laughs> I would say my number one thought with, that changed my life with, with making friendships was intentionality and putting myself out there to pursue people and realizing how many other people are in the same boat as me. They're also lonely. They haven't not invited me over because they just decided they don't like me. They're also overwhelmed and Mm -hmm. they're busy and they don't have time and they don't know how. But creating space in your life, whatever that is, if it's a couple hours, a month, if it's a weekly dinner that you invite people over to, whatever it is, 
finding something that you can do and doing it consistently. I like that. I think what really helped me, I am a big people pleaser. And so it really helped me to kind of switch, switch my thinking in that and going out when I was with people and when I was meeting people to switch from feeling like I was chasing them, like I was desperate for them to like me, like I was desperate for their approval to kind of, and to like convince them I was good enough, you know, to be there and to kind of switch my role into let them be themselves, figure out who they are, ask them questions, be interested in them. Mm-hmm. And they will yeah. probably come back. People like to be liked, yeah. you know, yeah. people like to be liked. So like them, find mm-hmm. some common ground, talk about, talk about it, ask them good questions, be interested in them and stop trying so hard to just convince people. You just mm-hmm. like, just like some kind of confidence in myself and just like a relax of like, be genuine, be who you are. And just show up, just show up that way and then love on other people. And if it works out, cool. And if it doesn't, cool, you've put your best self out there and you can feel good about that. Yeah. Amazing. Fabulous. All right. Well, now I think I'm going to go call some of my old girlfriends who I haven't talked <laughs> to in a while. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much. This is really fun. I, I really applaud the two of you. It's so awesome what you're building and everything. It's so cool. And yeah, I'll be following along. Thank, Thank you so much. It's so nice to meet you. You too. Okay, yeah, take care. Bye. All right, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.